I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi again, and welcome to episode 39 of this podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and you know what this podcast is? Uh, I think it's the Father and Sundays podcast, isn't yeah. it? Father and Sundays, and this week we are talking about the apocalypse. The apocalypse? I know, stick around if you want to hear more. Ha ha! What? <laughs> well, that intro was a bit different, wasn't it? It was, we should mix it up every now and again, We should mix we? it up, just to mess with people like Sam. Sam. And um, one thing I didn't mention... It's the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. It certainly is the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing, which is not easy for me to say. And we confused ourselves by doing a different intro, and then we forgot bits. And that was about the fourth or fifth time we recorded that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, so So, this week... This week? Yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, that went a bit high. I know. We're talking about not the apocalypse, we're talking about apocalypse, as in apocalypses. All oh, right, apocalypse is that apoco- apocalypse? Apocalypse is that apocalypse. the is that the um you know the uh, um you know yep yep. Well, it's because we're not just talking about because I mean there hasn't apocalypse in quotation hasn't been a an apocalypse. Well, it depends what you. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but we're talking about apocalypses, multiple apocalypses. of them, because what we're not I just talking about say, one type of apocalypse. It's a very, I mean, if you hear that word, it's not the sort of thing you want to sit and listen to a podcast about. No. Possibly. But we're not really going to go or from the angle of it should we make being, a podcast about apocalypses and call them apocalypse? Apocalypse. Oh, please. I think you should leave. <laughs> right. I You're think that should the be door. the last thing you say. <laughs> I'll get outside. Is it just me, the father, out, like. father podcast? Father podcast from now on. Father you days. Wait for, you wait for next week's intro. Father days. Anyway, look. So, apocalypse, right? We, we came up with this idea. We wasn't sure about it and all that. And we thought, well, we'll come from a, a different sort of angle with it. We're not going to get depressing, hopefully. We're not going to get sort of I was more into about this it. idea than you. Yeah, you were. But I didn't want to make it just be your fault. <laughs> but, so, first of all, look at the definition. What's the definition of an apocalypse? And in the uh, dictionary, that's the word I was Did you actually at. look in the dictionary or did you check Google? Google. Right. Right. Uh, well, but it does look at... You know we have a dictionary. Yeah, definition, yeah. But it's holding up a table at the moment, isn't it? So, uh, The complete final destruction of the world as described in the biblical book of Revelations. And we'll come back to that as well. So it's quite religious. The bells ringing is supposed to usher in the apocalypse, right? So it's called for in the, in the Bible. And I, I guess, and again, we'll come back to it, I guess it's... It's a cleansing sort of thing. So, um, and and again, it said an event involving destruction or damage on a catastrophic scale, as in the apocalypse of WW2, World War Two. So, obviously, very serious subject. That and we're it's not almost a ma- little bit like a mass extinction. It is. It is. But it's it's a seismic event, I guess. Yeah. We're not talking particularly it being something that's. Uh, I guess there are natural things that happen that cause these seismic events and there's also man-made things that cause these seismic events. So I suppose we'll run through some of those and have a little chat about that. Um, But from the point of view of the Bible, obviously it's quite a big thing within the Bible and I think the New Testament... um, 
you've got the four riders of the apocalypse. Judgment Day and stuff like it that. It is. That's, you know, Terminator Judgment Day, which I believe is yeah. one of the chapters within the Bible. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, so in the New Testament, it's uh, the four riders <laughs> of the apocalypse. Yeah, I know, that's terrible, isn't it? Um, I was just thinking that was pretty good. I was just thinking... Oh, right, okay. Uh, he's uh, Conquest War, Bingo and Snorkeen. I what, think I've what are you no actually about? no I've got that mixed up that there's a banana splits isn't it it's bingo flegel drooper and snorky no it's conquest war famine and death do you know what you did there you made a joke that I did not understand at all it's because it's very to, aged yes it is very aged yes um, great show that was banana splits have I'm no sure idea there'll be some people about, that appreciate your joke there they probably will be but I never clue in the old testament it's sword famine wild beasts and pestilence or disease. Which I I like to go the extra mile, and I've actually brought pestilence to the podcast this week. Don't you make my lunch with pesto every pestilence I do, I do. every day? But I've I I I don't normally mention how I'm feeling on these podcasts, but I haven't been very well. So um, oh, you never mention that. I'll try and struggle through, but it has been quite rough. But yeah, so I mean, it's quite dramatic. It's quite a thing, and there's loads of depictions of the four riders of the apocalypse, and there's loads of. Um, adaptations of that as well i mean even to comedy and such you know it's 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 a it's something that's been around do you remember oh, do you know you know one of my favorite films uh home alone one which was called I, I home don't alone think i've ever said that's one of my favorite films but um uh weekend at I'm saying one of my favorite films okay uh, one a film that i really enjoy okay go on then. um i've actually oh it's called you call it now that's what I call magic. Now that's what I call magic. Now that's what I call magic two. Do you know they're making a third one as well? Yeah. Do you know what it's going to be called? Now that's what I call magic three. No, I it's going to be called Now You See Me three because they're all called Now You See Me. Right. What's that got to do with this? Well, they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The apocalypse. That's are what they? they go refer them to themselves as. Okay. And what yeah. are the, what for? What four are they? Uh, Card tricks. Nigel. Smoke. Uh, Dubs. Oh, and uh, one of them. One of them can. Uh, top bat. One of them's like a psychic. One of them does like close-up magic. Yeah. Another one is uh, or like a pickpocket sleight of hand. Okay. And another one so is... So they're, they're not really like the four riders of the apocalypse, are they? I can't think of what the woman's special skill was. Uh, well, one of them was like a front man. Yeah. So she was probably like the... Front woman. Yeah. Anyway, Love so interest. yeah, thanks, thanks for that input. That's right. Um, but it Anytime. strikes me, and when you start, and you've said about that, but you, I mean, there are plenty of films and plenty of books and and TV dramas around these sort of subject matter, and for something that really is quite a depressing subject, we're absolutely obsessed with it. I've said it before. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. It's ah, uh, and no, I've forgotten the word for it now. You know when you get so <laughs> when you said it before, did you remember the word that time? I did remember the word. It's a morbid interest. That's it. Morbid interest. Yeah, no, yeah there it's is morbid interest. It seems to me because when I started thinking about the films and even the films that I like, I personally really like. They're all this like sort cats. of yeah, like cats. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's in a world where cats have mutated into like really bad singers and that. But no, I mean f- for instance, and I wrote a few down. Um, you've got things like so you go on the sci-fi sort of side of it so you've got things like iRobot yep so iRobot where the robots are taking technology over. yeah so you've got and then you've got things like I Am Legend I'm, I be, you know which is all about uh, I believe it's a virus isn't it that um, and then you, you get these mutated beings most of the uh, zombie films. It is a bit like like that, Zombie Land, for example, as well. It's normally a virus or a something that then takes on and then they become zombies because it was ma- making of a a reason of why there'd be zombies. Is it? I can imagine zombies appear in quite a lot of things, but coming up with why the zombies have appeared is quite difficult. Like Walking Dead and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot no. of the time it's a virus because a, we haven't seen them before. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. So I, I mean, I understand. I've t- talked about two Will Smith. Um, films there already. Oh, I've got um, one. Uh, Independence Day. Independence Day? And he's in that as well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's the one where he's, he plays a fish? Uh, oh, Shark Tale. Shark Tale. <laughs> and Shark Tale as well. And uh, Aladdin. Yeah. Um, no, so you've got those sort of ones. And you've got... I mean, Men in Black. 
Huh? I'm just leaving no, They just don't keep... Well, in a way, men in black, because of an alien invasion that's going to... Yeah. Or kind true. of in that particular... The cockroaches one. But you've got, like, Children of Men, which is uh, a Clive Owen film, and... It's that's about. I mean, again, a subject matter. Uh, there's been sort of eighteen years of infertility. So, and then suddenly, uh, there's a woman who's pregnant and carrying a baby what? because it looks like the the a human race is going to end because no one is having any more babies and that. But it's quite dark and it's quite scary. You've got the Hunger Games, which is a really popular series of films. Would you consider that an apocalyptic? Well, I would because it it starts. Um, the whole process of the Hunger Games starts... It's essentially a, a bit of a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, and that's what this dystopian nightmare Future. sort of... And that's Mad what Max. most of them, Mad Max and, and, you know, the Terminator films go forward to a time when the, you know, robots taken over and completely wiped out most of the people. And, you know, there's loads of these sorts of films. Finding I mean, Nemo? Finding Nemo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like... For instance, as well, with literature, I mean, something like H.G. Wells. And and again, we go to the sort of science fiction side of it, because obviously a lot of these um, views of the future, it is science fiction because we aren't there. But, you know, that in itself, he, he gets into a time machine and he goes forward, and I think one of the visions he sees is a nuclear explosion. Or an atomic bomb. Yeah. And then you get to the point where is it the Eli and the Morlocks? And you've got an underground race and an overground. And it always seems that they are now quite primitive. And just a quick thing, if you want to hear more on the time machine or even sci-fi, we've got an episode of science fiction and also an episode of time time yeah. travel. <clears throat> we certainly have, we have. But it, it I guess what it, it it goes I can't towards. say we go into either of those things that well, but we no, do have no, we don't do anything particularly well. Um, but it, there's this thing about starting over, isn't there? There's yeah. this thing about... Um, oh, sorry, just thought of another one. The Lego Movie 2. They live in Apocalypseburg. Oh, do they? Yeah. And is that supposed to be after some sort of... It's meant to be like everything's been... Crashing like Duplo has taken over the city, and oh, the so they've took a slightly different angle to it, but it's a similar sort of process that they've gone yeah. through. And everyone's a bit like Mad Max style, whereas, um, but it is oh, it, what's his name, Erin Eric Erwin uh, uh, Erwin. Oh, what's this guy's name? In who does Chris Pratt play? In I, I haven't watched them, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But uh, uh, there's a there's messages going through these, there's the messages that. All that happens and we have to go back to absolute basics. So quite often it's depicted that we've become quite primitive again. And, you know, you know, we're having to use more of the Earth's resources. We haven't yeah. got the technology anymore, which is a bit of a strange sort of thing anyway. Dad, sorry to interrupt Emmett. Right. Yep. It didn't really matter, but there you go. It was irritating. Um, and also the message that if we don't change what we're doing now, I mean, even things like... Day after tomorrow, um, Monday, you know, the day after tomorrow is, and all these sort of disaster movies, that's what all that's about. If we don't change what we're doing, if we don't uh, start to take responsibility and very quickly for our yeah. actions. Some, a lot of them is trying to teach us certain things. Yeah, I guess to a certain degree. I mean, we all, again, we come back to the fact that we all love all this. I mean, we eat it up. Even the even the sort of superhero films. We did a superhero one as well. Even the superhero <laughs> films are, are around that sort of thing. There's this mass destruction. We mentioned now there was what I called Magic Early. We did a magic episode as well. We did. Don't worry about that one. All right. Um, but, I mean... It also sort of tries to galvanise people as well because you've got, if there's a third party involved, um, it seems to be like if it, if there's like a disease outbreak or if there's robots or aliens or whatever, it's like us against them. Yeah. You know, um, and it means that we've all got it. It doesn't matter, uh, doesn't matter what uh, we do. We've, it doesn't matter where you're from in the in the world it comes down to the fact yeah. we've got to save the world and we've all got to come together. Wouldn't it be strange if and like America a, wins it for us? Wouldn't it be strange if like a virus took over and stuff like oh, that? Oh, God, yeah, wouldn't it? It would be really weird. Aye, yeah, not many, Benny. I mean, that's an apocalypse in itself, isn't it? It is an apocalypse in itself. But yeah. 
Yeah. So that mean we live in a post-apocalyptic society? Well, well, I'd like or to hope. Or during the apocalypse, we are living. In, well, well, it's it's not apocalyptic. Is the ice I guess, age an apocalypse? I guess so because it was something that was so significant it completely drew a line. Yeah. And, and like and, the wipeout of the dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, we took we're asteroids hitting the Earth and things like that, and I'll go on to that a bit later on, just oh, to cheer I'll, everybody I'll, up. I look forward to that. <laughs> but, yeah, because I've got I've got something you know that I've compiled, but you know it's um. It is. I mean, it is a depressing subject, but it's a subject that we we are obsessed with. We do seem to love. Um, we are living in this uh, time at the moment with a pandemic, and you know we're constantly being told. I think life has changed now. Things, the way we yeah. look at things, has changed. It has changed every, or it's changed the majority of people. Some people will never change, but. You know, we don't live our lives the same as we used to. And I don't think we ever will live our lives the same as we used to. Um, and things have happened in the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, I'm you 53. You saying last couple of years as well. Yeah. In my lifetime, I've never seen anything like it. In my mother's lifetime, in 91, she's never seen anything like it. And, and, and she lived for a lived war. For a war. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's unprecedented times at the moment. It does sort of lend itself to that. I, I was interested to see when this was all happening, that some people were saying, well, hang on, look at back at this literature. Look, it actually said, it's pretty much what it said here. It said we were, this was going to happen, yeah. this was going to happen, and this was fiction. But, you know, people base the, the stuff they write, you might fantasize it slightly but they base it yeah. on what could happen and this lich they're looking over was that the simpsons well simpsons are very good at this aren't they, they are very in good fact at probably they just need to look through all simpsons episodes and just base all policies on the back of that i agree Now onto a brand new section which I've prepared, minus the sting, because that was obviously you. So, we're going to be doing a two-minute debate where we debate things that basically a statement I'm going to say in a second. I'm going to say whether I'm for or against, or you're for or against, and then we're going to argue it. We've got exactly two minutes. After that two minutes, no more discussing it at all. Okay, you ready? Uh, Yeah, okay. So, our two-minute debate is, you believe, and you're for, that there should be equal rights for Tamagotchi and Furbies to that of cats and dogs. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. Okay, well, in my opinion, if you're going to teach people how to look after pets and if you're going to try and get uh, kids to engage with pets, things like Tamagotchis and Furbies are a good option at the beginning because they are they can't be killed, or they can be killed, but it's not going to be an actual uh, living thing harmed. Right, yeah, right? so that's that's a good argument for why people should look after tam- Tamagotchis and, and Furbies. Yeah. However, I worry that if we start to say about Tamagotchis and Furbies, if we say, right they can have equal rights to that of cats and dogs. That's one step closer to us saying that robots have equal rights to humans and then they take over the world. Well, no, I, don't, I don't believe that's an issue whatsoever because, I mean, you're talking about fairly basic technology there and the Furby's only got a series of answers that it can give you and a Tamagotchi has only got a series of things it can come back at you with. It, you, I think you're not realising the actual importance of a child understanding before it gets something that's living and breathing, that's got blood pumping around its body, it needs to deal with something that hasn't got that, that he can make or she can make mistakes with. Um, if it's a robot, that's going on to a different level altogether. And also, I don't see what the relevance of what you've just said anyway. With but this. you're saying about equal rights. So we're saying that uh, Tamagotchis and Furby should have equal rights to that of cats and dogs. Yeah. So if you go on to neglect a Tamagotchi, yeah. that, and that then puts you at risk of getting in trouble with the RSPCA. And if you, yeah, but if you neglect a Tamagotchi, and if you ne- neglect <laughs> a Furby, then 
perhaps you shouldn't have an animal and perhaps that's the first hurdle to finding out whether you're responsible enough to have an animal or not and if you're licensing that sort of thing then that means that people can be cut out of the equation and not allowed to be cruel to animals or do anything wrong so if Tamagotchi costs 30 pounds yeah and then all of a sudden they put uh, they cause problems with that Tamagotchi and then they're having a fine from way more than that yep that's fine so as I said, as far as these particular um, apocalyptic events are concerned, I had a little look and I kind of put them in an order of what I feel are the most uh, popular apocalyptic oh. events or what is deemed the, the sort Would of Would you most say apocalyptic? Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic, yeah. Apocalyptic. So I've, I've put them together in this, uh, like uh, this breakdown and if you want to... Press play there. We'll go through them. Oh, you've prepared something. Yeah, of course I have. All right. I'll Where hit play you At number 10, surprise it's not higher, it's a pandemic. Straight in at number 9, where's Bruce Willis when you need him? It's an asteroid. Down 2 to number 8, it's not any old volcano, it's a super volcano. Seven, better phone home, it's an alien invasion. A new entry at number six, it's a plague of zombies. Up three places at number five, factor 30 anyone? Beware the solar flare. At four, who's in control? It's Cybergeddon. Holding firm at number three, the film was appalling, it's an AI takeover. And at number two, Mutants Ahoy, it's a bioterror attack. And for the 156 consecutive week topping the charts, budge up because there's not much room, it's the one and only Nuclear War. Wow, that was that was amazing. Well, that was my pick of the apox. Top of the pox. Epox. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, Top of the pox. Pick of the epox. Pick of the epox. So, All right. okay, so what did we have there? Right, we've talked a little bit about the pandemic. Um, maybe this is a bit too close to home at the moment to get too involved in, but that was at number 10. Um, living in through it. Living in them, it's obviously affecting my speech already. But I'd rate it pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah, I would say. Um, I would. I wouldn't recommend. You wouldn't a recommend pandemic. it, but it's not the worst. The thing future in the world. generations it certainly has been the worst thing in the world for a, an awful lot of people. So I'm not yeah. belittling it one bit. But on the scale of some of the other things that we're going to talk about, I guess it's you know it it is affected. There's a lot of people that have survived it. So. Okay, so on that cheery note... Yeah, but that's just one pandemic. Yeah, that is one pandemic. We're talking about the pandemic we've just been going through or are going through. What about number nine, an asteroid? Just to, to, to timestamp this uh, episode, it's the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, just in case. we never know, there could be another this pandemic in a few future. years. Yeah, oh, don't say that. What about an asteroid, then? What about it? Well, have you seen... Um, the film with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I can't think what it's called. It's a called Apocalypse. No, it's not. What's it called? Oh, I can't think what it's called. And that's going to really annoy me now. What's I'll come back Armageddon? to Armageddon. Armageddon. That's yeah. the one. Armageddon. No, I haven't seen it. Um, no. Well, basically, often there's, oh, we know, meteors and asteroids have hurtled towards Earth. And obviously, we talked about the dinosaurs being wiped out, didn't we? I, I saw a picture the other day of um, some, it was actually someone saying, when you're asleep in your bed and a meteorite falls straight through your ceiling and onto the pillow next to you. And it was a picture of, obviously, their bed yeah. and a meteorite on their pillow. Wow. Got to feel like you're blessed when it misses you only yeah. by that amount as well. And a hole in their ceiling. A hole in their ceiling. Cool. I know what that's like. Um, so, asteroid though. So The hole in the ceiling or the meteorite? Uh, the hole in the ceiling. Right, Asteroids. Okay. The thing is with them is they talk about, oh, you know, every now and again they come out with this one, oh, this this one's going to come close. And when you hear how close it's coming, it's still an um, unfathomable amount of distance from us. But, the, the, you know, anything can happen. We talked about this in the solar system one. If something was to happen to one of the planets or something out of our control, what would we do? Well, apparently we've got a whole 
section of NASA that looks at this yeah. that have got in mind, all right, they're not going to send up and a load And like you of, said, America's going to save us all. Yeah, dri- <clears throat> drilling on a, an asteroid to put explosives in it, to break it up, to make sure, and have to, because it doesn't work properly, have to stay on there. Um, so NASA have got actually units looking at that and have got a pl- plans in action that if something was to happen like that, they would... Uh, Try and take it out before even. Well, America's putting together a space military, aren't they? Well, they are. Space and I think force. These, yeah, these are the sort of things they're they're looking at. Well, so there you go. Right. Yourself. So, no, maybe Starfleet. maybe we could be be saved from that sort of thing. What about a number eight super volcano? Now, I don't really know volcano. much about. Huh? Not just any volcano. Not just any volcano. It's a super volcano. Apparently, um, we've got twenty of them uh, across the earth. Um, and if they went off, if they actually went, that that would be, I, I, I mean, obviously volcanoes erupt uh, all the time, but um, this would be incredible. This would be, you know, we're talking about ash blocking out sun rays to an extent that, you know. Uh, Do you remember when the uh, volcano erupted? Like I'm talking about many, many years ago, but when ash Iceland, um, yeah, it was it Iceland? And then, like, all flights stopped because there was ash. Well, it was all yeah, but this, we're talking about with a super volcano. And the fact it was hitting like here, for example, like ash hitting here and causing impacts here in Europe and stuff like that, um, like across the globe, basically, this was having an impact. Yeah, it just shows you how small the world is, but and how much just one thing can have an impact on everything else. And yes, how a volcano like that could have an impact. Yeah, no. Apparently, these are you know, as I say, there are many of them. They do monitor them. Again, you've got scientists making sure that nothing untoward is looking like it's going to happen. But you know, again, we live on a planet which is volatile, and you know, we go about our daily, uh, you know, days, and yeah. and we're unbeknown to us is all this stuff that's going on beneath us. You know, I still yeah, prefer it to Uranus, so. though. Well. You haven't seen my anus. <laughs> so, number seven. My anus, your anus, everybody's, everybody's anus. anus. Um, number seven, alien invasion. Obviously, this is the one that's probably most depicted Likely. in in, uh, in films, in isn't it? Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks and things like that. Now, obviously, most that of the time... That was a documentary, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Most yeah. of the time, when you, these films, they don't come in peace. And we've talked about this before. I think we talked about computer games with it, and there's not much point in having a computer game when they come in peace. But they always seem to be, always start to look like they're going to be okay, and then it all kicks off. But again, yeah, ET. I didn't realise that. Have you seen the sequel? What ET goes nuts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ET comes back home again. Um, no, and it's you know they're always depicted. So the likelihood of that happening, well. Who knows? You know, the, the 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 fact is that as far as we know, there's no life in our solar system. You mm. know, we haven't come across it. Any mm. life that would be flying at us, intelligent with, life, intelligent life. Yeah. So there's you know, whether it comes from elsewhere, like that we may be all right with that one. So I'm not so bothered about that, and that's why probably that's at number seven. I can't quite right. work out why number six. Sorry, did you did you rate these? I did along. What I did is I looked at a load of stuff and a load of uh, like um, what should we call them uh, when you go out data, but when you go out and canvas and you start Google. saying no, well surveys. it was within surveys and saying did what you do people a are most uh, yeah. Well, I know I looked at a few surveys and then I calculated oh. from there. So you did secondary research and surveys. Yeah, well, secondary is good for me, so I won't worry about that. Anyway, look, zombies number six, zombies. Now I can't stand all that, you know. I can't, there's, it's so popular. I mean, there's something, a series like The Walking Dead and they're so popular and people are so obsessed with zombies mm. and all that sort of thing. Um, what I didn't realise... It's an interesting concept though, isn't it? It's an it's, interesting it's concept. If I you think about it, zombies aren't fake. They've come from somewhere. There's insects that they have like things like parasites hit them and then the parasites will control essentially them. control... Um, the well, insect in the zombie-like way. So it's not completely beyond the realms of possibility. It's just not been done to the scale of a human. But that's something that... Well, I talk about, I mean, yeah. uh, obviously, that it's a debate whether that's actually true of voodoo and, and stuff like that. So in certain cultures, voodoo, well, that's, that's zombies because that's taking the dead and uh, 
get and controlling the dead, you know, and that's that's mm. all what that's supposed to be all about as well. What that's supposed to be all about. I don't even know how to talk. Um the US in the Pentagon, they've actually put together a plan in case there's a zombie. Now I don't know whether well, this they do was have to prepare for everything. Whether this was during Trump's time, but um apparently there has been work done on uh, just on in case. Yeah, oh sorry. <laughs> plenty of work done on him. Um in case there is a they do zombie quite apocalypse. literally prepare for absolutely any possibility. Such yeah, but as this, like this is bizarre. I mean, zombies. we're talking about stuff that's well potentially science fiction. I know that well, uh, all like science said, fiction though, has its as its roots in reality, but you know, th- there's stuff there that you think, well, what? I will say that everything you've said so far is not beyond the realms of possibility. Well, that's not to say it's, it's not, not going to happen. But like zombie apocalypse, it's it's very unlikely to happen. But it's not impossible I wouldn't say it's impossible it's improbable but not impossible well number five and this is one I didn't know a lot about a solar flare right now that's apparently, more likely apparently we're overdue for one yeah. I don't know what that means really in, in, the, in respect of how long it's been since the last one but the that effect, could be thousands of years to be the, fair. the effect that it has and I didn't realise this would be the case but it, it would disrupt power it would affect like so f- as far as tech is concerned, yeah. But food is concerned. Everything that we need to live our lives would be affected by that. Um, and yet, it's something that I don't even, you know, it wouldn't even come into my mind without looking into it, like I have done with this. And have you looked into it? Well, I did. What happens in the solar flare? Well, like I just said, are you not paying attention I to me? Listen. I said it. That it would what, what affect all that solar power. flare. Um, a pulse within the sun. Uh, that um, sort of pulses out and uh, there's always flares coming out of the sun, right? But it's a big one. <laughs> and it reaches across, goes... <laughs> tickles the us. It tickles the earth underneath. Like You like to be tickled. And uh, and then causes all sorts of problems. Then I like to be tickled underneath. Underneath, yeah. Right. Not saying underneath. I think that's pretty what? accurate, actually. Let's move on. Yeah. Number four, Cybergeddon. Now, I got a little bit confused because I thought, oh, Cybergeddon is going to be um, to do with, uh, you know, robots. Well, it kind of is, but it's more to do with the fact that people controlling your... So one of the examples they give is other countries controlling your weapons. So basically, you know, hack into your weapon system and use your weapons against you. Yeah. So, I mean, that is frightening. And that is something that I, I must admit, when you start looking at it, it's quite feasible that that could Again, be done yeah. and quite feasible that that could be done at any time because, you know, um, it's only as good as the person who can you know, set up that system and it, that uh, all well, systems to be are able, able to, to be broken into to be at some to, stage. Um, to have a really high-tech system, you need to have someone who can break into it to be able to then say how they can fix it. So you've basically got to have someone who can break into it. Yeah, but then there's plenty of people out there doing that. And, and, and then, they talk about countries interfering with other countries' politics, but it's not far from that sort of area yeah. anyway. So that did, that did uh, alarm me somewhat. Number three... AI mm-hmm. takeover. So slightly different. This is about the the intelligence or computers becoming intelligent. Like Tamagotchis and Like Tamagotchis and, and Furbies, right? So they them taking over the world. So um that is again we're talking Terminator there, we're talking about Judgment Day, we're talking about machines. Yeah. That sort of thing. So so robots becoming um, well, there wasn't iRobot down to one particular person. Well, they they produced, yeah, but they produced the the robot, and then the robot become aware, self aware, and 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 such. So that became the problem there, um, and the solution there as well, because was one of them robot. was yeah, there was a good one, and there was the ones that were being sort of controlled centrally yeah. by another hive mind. Yeah. Well, nice one. I, I like that. So, you know, con- terrible film as well. So if it's anything like that, that's more well, worse. Robot. Me. Yeah. I really like that. No, iRobot. I, I, I. Oh, AI. I. All right. Yeah. Right, number two. So we're whistling through these a bit. Bioterror attack. Now, again, this is not a very nice one to talk about. Obviously, it's used, has been used in wars anyway, as far as um, 
sort of chemical warfare and such. But obviously, with what we've been going through recently... It's similar to the cyber one in the fact that it's likely done by another, say, country or, yeah. or state or something like that. But, I mean... We, bio stuff. I mean, at the beginning of this pandemic, everybody had... A virus. In, had, well, you know, not everybody had it in mind. People that had very little intelligence but were being wow. led by other... Uh, uh, you know, what they read and things. And, oh, China's at it again. China's produced this. This is to wipe us all out and all the rest of it. But that the potential is there to do something like that. Quite obviously, we've... It's not likely to have been China. No. That's not to say it wasn't. But it can show... I can't say it, it can show wasn't. that how easily that could be done. Yeah. And the last one, number one, uh, nuclear war. Now, this is one from, and probably it sits at number one for me as well because I lived through the 80s. And at the time when I used to watch every news uh, bulletin hearing and thinking, what's the top news? I hope it's not uh, the Soviet Union and the US, uh, uh, you know, uh, head to head again and it was it was something that if you got down to the second or third you knew it wasn't as serious as and there was a real i mean we had films we had lit, uh, we had pamphlets to t- tell you what to do during if there was a nuclear war and that. it was really really frightening time for, for someone of my age in that that time um and my mum used to sit there and say to me look this has been like this for years she talked about the a Cuban missile crisis, you know, JFK. Um, she said it's always been there. And I guess when you're younger, it can really get, you can't sort of make any sense out of any of it. See, nu- nuclear, acti- nuclear activity, it could be the thing that both saves the planet and also destroys it. Well, this is why it's such a sort of a... It's a pivotable, pivotable thing. Yes, yes. If we can uh, harness fusion... That's a. It's an incredible thing. Power one, yeah, in one side of it, but on the other side of it, obviously, it could completely. We've already done disorder. fission, though. And that's uh, that's what's yes. causing the problems. There you go. Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy it. Okay, it was, okay. A, it was, well, was a bit serious at times, wasn't it? But you know, just running through those ones. Well, we have to be aware. Okay. Now you've got a song for us, then, haven't you? I have written a song, um, and again, uh, please don't think it's going to be too depressing. But it's about the apocalypse. Oh, exciting! It is about the apocalypse. Something I put together, so hopefully you'll enjoy. All right. It's looking slightly dodgy. I think we're near the end. There's a feeling of impending doom. Just around the bend I've cancelled all the milk Subscriptions and my paper I fed the pets And rung me mum To say won't see you later Read my lips Apocalypse I think I saw it coming There's nothing I can do There's nothing I can do 
dead Cause that's the way it goes I liked it. <coughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a lovely, sentimental... It's really upbeat, wasn't it? it? It wasn't as terrible as all that. It was... Yeah, there yeah, was, it was I good. tried to make it a little bit funny as well. <laughs> so, good. anyway, that's my entry for the, this week's podcast song. Oh, uh, I, I think you you've won it then. I've won it. Great. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. And we move on to the next section. All right. And what is the next section? Well, let's find out via a sting. Woohoo! Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, right. Yeah. It's the same no, thing that happens every week. It's the same week. as that happens every single week. Apart from, okay. apart from the what? weeks that we didn't do it. Didn't do it. Well, there was a few that we didn't do it, didn't like we? Musicals. It's a good episode if you want to listen to that. Right. Okay. So, I thought what we'd test you out on is your ability to... Uh, your reaction, the way you fast thinking in a in a diffi- sentence for in you. A difficult. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I know I'm You're not very well. I'm really struggling sentence. to say anything. Are you not well? So, no, I'm not well. No. Oh my goodness. It, I'm going to challenge you to see how you react in a pressure situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've got a sting for this. So give it a go. That's not like you to have a sting. I'll it's always then. like me to have a sting. All right. You love making stings, don't you? I do love making stings. I love yeah. doing all that stuff. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's, it's. I'm surprised we haven't got stings for everything that just goes around. Making breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> We're making breakfast. No, look. I will tell you what. If I could live my life through stings, lunch time. Yeah, I'd do it. It'd be much better. But um, no, I enjoy that side of it. And I know it's not much good half the time, but I oh, just no. enjoy it anyway. You know what anyway. I say after every sting. Yeah, very I know. Good sting. I know, but you say lots of things after everything. Right, I've got seven questions for you. Seven? Yeah, seven. Oh, I know, it's weird, number. isn't it? It's an interesting that's, number, that's but I run out of ideas. Things. I rate things out of seven anyway. You do, that's why I did it. Right, okay. No, no you didn't So I'm going to give reason. you some options. I'm going to give you a scenario. Oh. And then I'm going to give you three options. It's, it's like a, a story. multiple choice. And I want you to choose what is the right course to take. Right. Right, number one. And I'll build up a bit of tension with these. The siren has sounded. You have approximately four minutes to get to safety. Do you? A. Jump in your car and get away from built-up areas. B. Put a crash helmet on. Is this nuclear? Yeah. All right. Um, Jump in your car and get away from the built-up areas. B. Did I say one? (laughs) I'm going to go back. A. Jump in your car and get away from built-up areas. B, put a crash helmet and shin pads on, as most injuries are a result of falling debris. Good use of the word debris there, I've done it right. Or C, make your way to the middle of your house or basement away from the windows. Four minute morning. Yep. Um, I would say, um, make your way to the basic house away from any doors and windows, because... You're not going to have enough time to get away from built-up areas. It depends what it's hitting you, because if you, because if you go somewhere that's away from built-up areas, you're then away from all resources, all resources anyway. Very good point. Now I would say that comes from the actual advice they give to you to to what to do, which I've read through, which is quite sobering. Um, is to make your way to the middle of your house or your basement and away from anything, you know. So don't, if you've got a load of knives hanging up in your kitchen, don't go out into your kitchen. It, it just means like if a wall falls down, <clears throat> it's less likely to hit you if you're in the middle. No, absolutely. So you got that one right. Well done. Oh, thanks. Okay, so we're going to move on to number two. You are shopping for food in preparation ahead of a nuclear attack. Right, so somehow you've so got a little we know, bit. We've, we've, yeah. got, we've got like a week's warning. In a week's time, you're going to get hit by a, a What bomb. do you need to buy? What do you buy? Is it A, fruit and veg you need to keep healthy? B, tin food that has a long expiry date on it and water? C, 
pot noodles because your taste buds will be buggered so it won't melt. <laughs> well, part of me wants to go with C. Yeah. But it's B. It's B. Why wouldn't it be A, Connor? Because they're going to go off very quickly. That's exactly right. And also, if it's nuclear, they stand quite a good chance of being uh, impacted by uh, any kind of radiation poisoning. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So we could end up having like a, a, a cucumber that turns into an animal. Yeah. Like a Tamagotchi. Oh, God. Back to them again. Okay, number three, Connor. You've done well so far. I'll stick around with you if there's an emergency. But what about this one? You wake up. The skies are filled with alien spacecraft. What do you do? Do you scatter some M&Ms around your back door? And not not a euphemism, that is. (laughs) Scatter some M&Ms around your back door and wait for them to waddle towards you. Do you, B, walk within shouting distance of one of the ships and initiate contact through sounds and noises you have developed into what you believe is a rudimentary alien dialect? Or C, you watch too much sci-fi, you need to get a life. So, sorry, with, with this, I take it that this isn't genuine advice. Some of these you might have made up. Well... That's for you to decide. But what I'm saying is, what option really is the option out of those three? A and B aren't going to do anything. It's a C. C. Get a life. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Number four. NASA announced there is an asteroid the size of King Kong's first dump of the day hurtling towards Earth. What do you do? A. Leave it to NASA. They're trained for this. They've, they've had things in place for this, for this eventuality. B. Enter a competition to have the asteroid named after you. <laughs> C. Do nothing. You'll have little impact unless it lands directly on you. Going back to the meteorite. I mean, isn't A and C pretty much the exact same thing? Well, kind of, but, you know, one's actually, yeah... And Leave the other it. ones... Well, um, other ones just ignore, ignore everything. <laughs> ones ignore it. And, and the, the other, other ones just assume that NASA's going to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. So one, you kind of know that NASA's going to deal with it. Because I've already talked about that, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, so I've shot myself in the foot. A and C is pretty much... It's A. It is A. It yeah. is, because they have got something in place to get rid of it. I wouldn't want an asteroid that's a about potentially going to destroy laser. Earth, named after me either. No. Yeah, no, I can see And it wouldn't be named that for long, would it? Uh, if, if all the verve gets wiped out, no, no one's going to remember true. it. Was no called one's going to remember it anyway. So that's what's the point of that? Yeah. Number five, you'll be pleased to know we're nearly through these. Zombies are taking over planet Earth, and you have cho- you have to choose one of the following weapons slash items. But which one? Slash items like knives. Well, well okay. So. A, garlic pants. B, flamethrower. Or C, a foam cricket bat. I'm going to go for B, a flamethrower. And you'd be correct, because I've been looking into how you kill zombies, and one of the best things to do is to incinerate them. Well, yeah, because then they're just ash, and because even if they're, they're worse to alive, they're, they can't Their do brain's much. only working in the capacity of being driven by someone else, a bit like you know, a parasite. We're about parasite. So basically, you destroy them, and you destroy what little, because they can't, haven't got speech, and they've just got a little bit of movement and nothing else, you know. So, anyway, well done. You'd uh, scream they've got a jaw if they've got speech and stuff. That's fair. No, they haven't got speech. They don't speak, well, apparently. Well, I don't know. No, apparently they don't. <laughs> what is a, a bit like oh, right. Bigfoot or Kit Kat? No, yeah, six. What is a super volcano? I'm going to make it, a t shirt out of that, I think, feeding big, Bigfoot or Kit Kat. You should Kat. do, yeah. Is it A, a volcano that can erupt over a thousand kilometre area? Well, this? Sorry, I wasn't listening to the first bit. I was distracted what by What is Kit-Kats. a super volcano? Right. Is it a volcano that can erupt over a thousand kilometres, a kilometre area? Is it a really great volcano? Or is it a Marvel superhero? Right. Let's go for A then. <laughs> Do you, see, I, there is a pattern with these, isn't it? As it yeah. gets towards the end of me writing these, 
I get a little bit can't be bothered. The first one. Read the first one again and read the three options. Uh, a volcano that can erupt. No, as in, no, the first question. Oh, what? Oh, the siren has sounded. You have approximately four minutes to get to safety, do you? Yeah. And then... It was go to... What away is a from, super volcano? Yeah, well, the, the, the thing is, the options for that one were go in the middle of your house, um, travel far away from civilization, or something else, which are Oh, which yeah, and I see what we've seen. Since, since number five, we've had things like garlic pants, foam cricket bat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a really great volcano. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Perhaps you should do these. This is, this is what should happen. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Number seven? Number seven, and the last one. It's going to be like something like slap someone with a fish. <laughs> no, no, I don't think this is quite a good one. All right. Number seven, robots have finally turned and are taking over the world. What do you do, Connor? What do you do? Do you, A? <laughs> don't stop me laughing because I have a coughing fear. Ah. <coughs> Do you, A, make a costume out of cardboard boxes and assimilate yourself into their community? <laughs> Do That's you, a good one. Yeah, I don't think that'd work. Do you, B, because I was going to use that same one with zombies as well, because if you go, oh, stagger about a bit, presumably in the films I've watched, they don't take any notice of you. Anyway, oh. back to robots. Do they make a costume out of cardboard boxes? B, go down to the shed. The Wi-Fi doesn't work down there and you should be safe. <laughs> or C, find the power source and turn it on and off again, restoring everything to its factory settings. Well, turn it on and off again, it assumes it's already off. Oh, yeah. So, I see what you're saying there. So, I'll read that again. <laughs> find the power source and turn it off and on again, restoring everything to its factory settings. It does depend because not everything always restores it to factory settings. But I'm going to go based on a little bit of sci-fi here and just and the fact that I feel like they've moved beyond Wi-Fi and things do work outside of Wi-Fi a lot of the time. No, don't in this house. Just means they can't... Go, well, um, I'm going to go for C, turn it off and on again. And you have absolutely iced this, um, which tells me a lot about the questions well, I think the box and answers. Idea was a good one. Answers that I've given there. You've got every seven and out of seven. Like the ones from my robot. My robot. Yeah, but they might still be confused. Yeah, they might if think you're a vending machine. Yeah, if you use like because they, like I mean, Red dwarf. I mean, I'm not talking about um, leaving like Amazon on the boxes and things like that. You're going to have to colour it in and things. Put like a little. But if you write five thousand under the word Amazon, it'll be fine. Or oh, Echo, thinking something from the future. <laughs> you write Echo underneath it. Yeah, no, you could be right there. Yeah. Okay. Echo Bot. Yeah. Oh, careful! We don't want to start Amazon old. Echo Bot. That's their new thing. No, she she's not she even bothering. She to can't that. Even be bothered. She there, answers to the the name. She's off doing something terrible in the world. She answers right. to the name, you know. Okay. Seven out of seven, Connor. Well, I that's think that's the first. first time I've ever got 100% you on these. You've aced it. You've absolutely aced it. Thanks. Okay. There you go, then. That's my little quiz. Is that when we finished the podcast, like all of our podcasts ever? Because I've actually finally got done well. Not yeah, it was all quiz. leading up to you actually doing this. And, yeah, you know, we're if we do any more podcasts like this, it might be the end of them anyway. We're but stopping at 39 just before f- f- 40. Um, yep. That's it. Absolutely. You know what? I feel like as a special thing, we might continue on a little bit further. Well, we are continuing on because I can tell you a little secret. Come on, what's the secret? Episode 40, it's a particular favourite of mine. It's all about vampires. Is it because it's going to be falling on Halloween? It is because it can. And, and we'll talk about Halloween in the next one because we both have got quite strong feelings about Halloween. Yeah, we do. But, yeah. Vampires. Next vampires. one is all about vampires. Sorry, in a Dracula voice? Uh, no, that was sounding <laughs> like... Hang on. I did master the... Um, the. Uh, you just did... Uh, I know, I don't uh, know what... Uh, uh, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drink your blood. I to drink your blood. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be frightening at all, would it? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Apocalypse. Yes. And moving... That was a really good game, actually, 
Did you? Like I really like that one. I've actually, I've actually read um, a number of manual, or not manuals, because that would have took me an age, but I suppose pamphlet size sort of things about actually seriously what you should do in those things. And it's, you know... Yeah. Some of it is pretty much common sense. Some of it's... Compl- well, most of it's completely out of your control. Um, But, you know... Yeah. Don't worry about and- it. Live your day, day to day... Don't worry about all this all this stuff going on. You if if you can't control it, why worry about it? Yeah. Don't worry or worry. In, in a worry, is, worry, worry. Don't worry, as worry. My old mum used to say. Unless it worry, or you worry, 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 yeah. worry. Yeah. Before you worry, which basically worry. means don't bother worrying about something twice. Yeah. If you're going to worry about it on next Thursday. Worry about it next Thursday. Don't worry about it now. Because you've got you know, next I tell that person. to people. Since you tell that to me, I tell that to people that I come across. No, don't very, worry, don't worry about it now. I try not to worry about anything, I if mean, I'm honest. I, I still worry about it. But don't worry about it twice. Anyway, moving on. So, I feel like we've we've discussed apocalypses we in this episode, and we've picked them apart, and um, we've kind of determined that don't worry a lot of them it. are still plausible. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, but, but we've but we've really picked them apart. Um, there, I think there's something else that we do need to pick apart, though, because I've received an email. Oh, what? Um, and so I've received an email from Sam. He's starting to stalk us, isn't he? This is. Yeah, I, think I, so. I might have to report him. God, all these people listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the many, many, many. Go on. What does um, he say then? The subject episode thirty-eight. And the message is, this is in brackets, zero colon four nine seconds in, and then close brackets. So it's 49 seconds in. And he says, 49, 49 undefeated, 49, 49, I say, 49, 49 undefeated, playing football the Arsenal way. Good luck making it to 49 episodes. Right. Do I assume that we said about episode 49... In the 49th second, I don't have a clue what he's on about. No, that that sort of has escaped me somewhat. And as it's a well. shame he had to men- mention Arsenal. Well, it's a it's a song, 49, 49, undefeated, that by you know Arsenal fans sing. Yeah. About when they were undefeated for 49, because it's a, it's a clever song like that. Um, it's a song they used to sing. And they probably sing sort of to recollect and sort of reminisce about the olden days. But um, yes, why he would bring it up, I do not know. Um, I might have to challenge him on that one. In fact, I will challenge him on that one. Sam, I don't understand. You can I don't challenge understand him to a duel. Why you why you've brought this up? And I, you know, I'm pleased for you that that happened in the past. Was it right? was it because we were saying that episode forty nine will be twenty twenty one in review? I don't think we went that far in talking no, we, about it. I think we spoke about we'll do a Christmas in the 2021 one. Well, we may have. I don't know that we discussed it on this. Right. I don't well, know. exclusive, if we haven't already, unless it's not an exclusive, episode 48 yep. will be about Christmas. It will. And episode 49 will it, be about 2021 in review. Yeah. Because believe it or not, it falls around Christmas and New, New Year. Yeah, which is why we've done it. We're very clever like that. That's we why are. we've got a Halloween special for next week. Yes, yep. okay. Well, look. And another special after that. Same. Bet you can't guess what that one is. Thank you for your correspondence. Thank you very much. I do not understand. Perhaps you could explain it to me. Um, and that would be great. If you could come back and tell me, that would be fantastic. Because what made me just confused by it is the fact that it says 49 seconds in and then did a chant. I feel like I might have to listen to 49 yeah, seconds in. Yeah, we might in. have to listen to 49 seconds in and see if there was something that was said at that point that has set him off on this... Um, should we take a quick pause and listen to 49 seconds in? Yeah. All right. We're back. Hello again. So we've just listened to that back, haven't we've we? We've just reviewed it. Right. So we said that uh, getting nearer and nearer to 50 and saying, well, we might not make it. We might just stop at 49, which obviously sparked some off in his brain, as it must do with all Arsenal fans. And he started off on his little charm. So yeah. that explains it at least. Yeah. But you know what? What exactly? What time we you said the number forty nine? What one minute and two seconds in? So it was all a so lie. Anyway. Nonsense. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, oh. Sam. I'm, saying, I'm going to write a complaint could, to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you're going to do that again, at least get it on the right time. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay. That's it for us then this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. a lovely episode. It's been a lovely episode. <laughs> it's been sound. a little bit intense. Um, it obviously tailed off towards the end and then there was that ridiculous thing with Sam. <laughs> but then I think this is going to happen throughout these. Ludicrous. Ludicrous. So... All I've got to, I mean, you obviously want to run through. Obviously, Sam wrote into us, so if people want to write into us, please do. Even if what you write in is something we don't understand, we can still have a conversation about it, can't we? You know, um, I'm going to clarify something. Yes. If someone wants to write something into us on yep. the fatherandsundays.com website, fatherandsundays.com, if you want to go on there and go to the contact page, you can write a question, suggestion, comment, complaint. You can write anything like that. I will say, though, if you want to write something to us and you don't want us to read it out, you do just need to let us know and we just won't read it out, but we will still read it and take it on board. Um, right. just, What's the point in that, though? I'm just saying, because I've, I've, something I've realised is there'll be, in some circumstances, if someone said to you, um, oh, if you send me a message, I'll read it out so everyone else can hear it, you'd then not want to send a message. Like, if I said, every time I sent... Someone sent you sent a text to someone, they then read it out to everyone else who was in the room. Yeah, but th- this is totally different. When I send a text to you, I don't expect that then. Well, no, actually, probably that might be the case, but we know we have that but sort of thing. But someone might not want to say something to us just because they think they might, we all might right, read it out. All right. I'm just saying, if, all right. if you put nothing in the message, say you don't want us to read it out, then we probably will. Okay. However, if you put something saying, can you not read this well, out? keep us anonymous. That would be the best point to put across there is that you don't want your name read out. Yeah. Or just say you don't want your name read out. Yeah. And um, I'll read it beforehand. And then... Yeah, you case, normally read them, don't you? I yeah, I read them before really, and then read them out yeah. to you. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that you can do that. However, if you want to write a message that we can discuss, we love doing those as well. Yes. We actually do enjoy them. Yeah. So feel free to do that. But the website is a great place because you've also got all the episodes on there. Uh, you can also look at the What's New section, which is not very new. Very, no, very, uh, very no. new at the moment. Um, we've got uh, the About page, the Contact page, like I mentioned. We've also got the store, which is a great place uh, to help keep this podcast going, to help help keep us uh, support it. Uh, just from small things like that. But yeah, it just okay. it's helpful and it shows you support and whatever. But we've also got all the social media platforms all available. All the ones you're, you're well, familiar with. I say with. all the platforms. Facebook, Post Instagram, Twitter. Follow us. Like us on those. Comment on the posts. Like the posts. Yeah. Look at the posts. Yeah. We usually put a little yeah, thing about fair, them. Uh, Dad normally writes something quite funny on his posts, so if you want a little bit of an extra laugh. Facebook, we usually put something out on the Sunday to coincide with the release of that particular podcast. And then on the... I'd like to say Wednesday, Thursday. About midweek. Yeah, midweek. We usually put out a little reminder with a picture that relates to that particular podcast. Yeah. Which is going to be a bit of a tricky one. Well, so time. actually, particularly, if you like the if you listened to the body episode last week and we were speaking about that weird drawing that Dad said he was going to post oh, on then the that website. Weird drawing is not on quite on the website yet. Yeah. But it is on um, our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. So okay. go on those, all of those Father and Sundays or Father Son or something father days whatever yes yeah. father sundays okay. stuff like that anyway go on all of those uh our podcast is available on many different platforms you can listen to one of those leave reviews and certain one of those as well okay yeah, that's about it all right well i guess i'll say a good i was gonna get to do a vampire impression again i'm not i'm gonna well, save, leave it save till it next week. week save it for I'll next, save week. next week i've done it I've already done a couple of bits on it, so yeah. Yeah, okay, be excited to hear your vampire impression oh, next it's, week. It's awesome. You'll be yeah. shaking in your boots. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> see you no, next save week. I'll save, save it next week. Say, see you next week. All right. Bye then. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.